lesson is from 1 Peter chapter 2. This is a gracious thing when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you were called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his footsteps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door, but climbs in by another way, that man is a thief and a robber. But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens, the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So Jesus said again to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Praise to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is from the Gospel reading, John chapter 10. Here again these words. Jesus said, But he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the gatekeeper opens. The sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, and they know his voice. The image of shepherd and sheep is used often in the Bible. You know King David was a shepherd as a young man, and he used that experience to write the very familiar psalm, The Lord is My Shepherd. The hillsides of Judea were covered with sheep and shepherds. And Jesus calls himself the shepherd, the good shepherd. But there's no evidence he had anything to do with shepherding any sheep. I mean, he was the son of a carpenter. Most likely, if there was any trade that he learned, it would have been working with and helping his earthly father. And most of those he associated with were fishermen. But he uses this familiar image of sheep and shepherds. 
Now, I don't know this firsthand, never raised any sheep, but I did some research. Sheep are both the dumbest and the smartest animals that there are. They're very susceptible to danger. They can't protect themselves from enemies like wolves. They require a shepherd to take care of them. The shepherd works hard to protect the sheep and to keep them from danger. And here's what makes them the smartest. They recognize the voice of the shepherd, and when the shepherd wanted to move them from one hillside to another, he simply spoke to them. Or many of the psalms that we have were actually sung as shepherds moved the sheep. The sheep are led to places with good grass and clean water. The green pastures and still waters spoken of in Psalm 23. Jesus uses this familiar image so the people will understand the relationship that he has with them. He is the shepherd who leads the sheep, providing for their needs, protecting them from danger. You see the image in our stained glass window of a shepherd with a sheep around his neck on his shoulders. That's what the shepherd does, takes care of his sheep. And the good shepherd, his goodness to the sheep is conspicuous with what he does. He's always concerned about the well-being of the sheep. So if we're to understand this story, who are the sheep? Jesus says he calls the sheep his sheep by name. He sees into the hearts and the souls of all people. He sees that we all are sinners. He sees also those who confess their sin to God and acknowledge that they have sinned against God and are unable to save themselves. Those are his sheep. He leads them out knowing that they have put their faith and their trust in him, trusting God's mercy to save them, to save us. Because Jesus died for our sins, he paid the price for us, his sheep. Forgiveness and everlasting life are ours because of his sacrifice for his sheep. The people who follow him are his sheep and his flock. But he says... There are other sheep who do not hear his voice and do not follow him. Some have not heard at all the shepherd's voice. They do not know the condition they are in without Jesus. They do not know the danger they are in. Everything seems to be going okay in their lives, but they're really in danger. Then there's others who were part of the flock, but they wandered away. It's said that sheep will put their heads down and eat grass and just keep eating and eating and eating, and when they're full, they look up and they're lost. Sheep will wander away from the flock. If they're not watching where they're going, they're also in danger. Both of those groups need to hear the shepherd's voice calling to them to call them back into the sheepfold and away from the dangers of this world and the eternal danger, eternal death 
that awaits those who do not have Jesus as their shepherd. But how will they hear the shepherd's voice? Only if you speak. We are the shepherd's voice. It's our task to call the lost, to speak the shepherd's message of love and forgiveness to them, to be his voice, to call those who have not heard the message of the good shepherd or those who have strayed from the flock. And they will listen to the shepherd's voice. God promises that when we are speaking on his behalf, the power of his Holy Spirit goes with those words. And it has effect. It has impact on people. He doesn't expect us to do it all by ourselves. We are to speak. He'll take it from there. His Holy Spirit is what convicts people of sin and creates faith in their hearts. There's opportunities all around us. The hillsides are full of sheep. You may not be able to see them very well from Collinsville or the surrounding area, but they're all around. Because there are many, many people in our own community who have not heard of God's love in Jesus, who are just kind of drifting through life, Maybe things are going okay for now and they don't really think about anything too, too far into the future, like eternity. They need to hear the shepherd's voice. There are others, even in our own congregation, who have strayed, who have wandered away from the flock. We can speak to them also and invite them to come back. And God will bless our efforts. He promises that. Even as those first disciples had God's Holy Spirit poured out on them and they preached mighty sermons and they did signs and wonders and the early Christian church grew from a handful to thousands to where we're at today. God gave them the power and he gives us the power also to share his good news of forgiveness and love and everlasting life. And that, after all, is the reason why we're here. We need to remember that it's God who has given us the job to do. And when we're done with our part of it, he will certainly hasten to take us to be with him in heaven. We need to speak of his love and forgiveness to all people. And there's an urgency to it. Life is short. No one knows the number of their days. You might be the last person to speak of Jesus to someone before their death, whether they be 90 or 9. There are many, many opportunities to be the shepherd's voice, to share the good news. And God has given us, his people, the resources to do that, to call the lost, into the good shepherd's flock. Amen. May the peace of God, which goes beyond all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. Please stand.